1: How would you like to get your brand and an advert for it gently teased into the earphones of 100,000 highly engaged listeners both within this show and promoting our partnership across Acast's other hit podcasts well you can we will even get creative and make the ad for you contact us through producerpaul.co.uk and we will tell you all about the available sponsorship offers
2: on fantasy five it's france versus turkey for our euro specials the noise next door will be creating european themed five-a-side football teams against a stand-up comedy guest who will be representing their actual country now both sides will be using characters from fiction history and real life as long as they hail from the appropriate nation we'll also see what happens when these teams battle it out on the pitch
3: national pride is on the line i'm matt and this is tom and we're today's pundits Hi, Matt. Yeah, it's you and I who will be providing the criticism and insight into the managers' lineups as they pick their players and then later will be the ones in charge of the commentary for the highlights of the match. Fantastic. Now, before we get to who
2: our uh, Noise Next Door member is, we're going to start with a real comedian. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome
4: Eric Lampert. Hello. <laughs> Hello, sir. So you're Hello. representing we're... France. That's correct, yes. Uh, although I don't sound it, uh, I've got a bit of a british accent charmaine um, yeah yeah mate and uh and just we, i can maybe is there some little birds tweeting in the background is that the sound of england no no these are uh, american birds united states birds you can, you can tell by by their by their sort of uh accent uh, but yeah they're, they're los angeles it's um a lot earlier here uh this is, it's what is this? Different how time early time, in the morning is it for you guys uh 7 a.m beautiful 7 a. M. So, it's, a, to it's the an course. early kickoff I tell you what like it's quite hard getting these euro games watched because they all start at like 6 a.m <laughs> wow is there a is, there, that's is a, an American that's a garbage, garbage truck <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Um, wow, <laughs> guys! Hey, we uh, we don't often treat our uh, listeners here at the you know, at the uh, podcast, but you guys just heard a real live American garbage truck.
4: Well, you know what? It's because I'm in Hollywood, so I'm adding a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, real life uh, flavor to it. You know, you, you might hear you might hear some gunshots. You might hear. <laughs> you honestly, don't know what happens in Hollywood. That's pretty cool.
2: Hey, you might have had some famous garbage just being uh, driven past you there. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's true. Um, you
4: never know. Now, you're, you're team France, uh, because you are French? Uh, yes, I am. I was born in France. My mum's French. Um, but my dad's English. And so we, we lived like, all over the Europe when I was like, in my first 12 years. We moved to the UK. Uh, that's why I sound British, because I used to speak like this. I had a very strong accent, and uh, the bullies, the bullies at school, they did not like that. Huh? <laughs> and so I very quickly changed to uh, oh. camoufl- camouflage among you guys, so I didn't get headbutted anymore. Well, hey, <laughs> and then, um, and then uh, Brexit, and then brec- Brexit forced yeah. my hand. So I, I am officially Br- British as well. Okay, you're you're quite... a
2: British. Uh, well, fantastic! Well, I got to say that little uh, spell of French coming into my ears was absolutely delightful. Please don't hold back. That was that's oh,
4: okay. great. Okay, uh, de problème. Hein? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: now uh, we have uh, Robin. You uh, you are going to be representing Turkey. I sure am, Matt. Um... I'm not Turkish at all. I've been there once, once, uh, when I was about 12. I remember it a bit, and uh, and that's why I feel the, the deepest level of national pride for the Turkish team. I'm buzzing. <laughs> yeah, you're already going to be fighting for it.
2: I can't wait to hear all your very recognisable and famous Turkish people. That I'll tell you, all, you what, what Turkey,
1: <laughs> famous people, 10 a penny in Turkey, 10 a penny. Also, before I even start the team, obviously, I am going to go second today, but before I start, I'm going to apologise straight away to anybody who speaks Turkish and knows the correct way to pronounce all these names that i'm about to butcher i'm going to do my absolute best i promise
2: (laughs) very good uh well we are about to do some kicking off Uh, obviously just a little spoiler warning these guys might use fictional people and they might be from a fictional universe and then they might ruin that fictional universe for you so this is a spoiler warning or they might all be real famous turkish and french people and we haven't ruined anything in your lives uh, do make sure that you head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast and follow the, and review Fantasy Five with a lovely five stars, please. Now, without further ado, let's hear those Fantasy Fives.
4: So, Eric, Team France, who's on your team? Bon, il y avait plein de choix. Hein? Uh, there was a lot of choices, uh, of course, because uh, France is full of talent. Uh, <laughs> And I was thinking of uh, Napoleon, bien sûr, uh, Bonaparte, uh, to be uh, the captain. Hein? He was a very good at strategy, yes. but uh, turns out Russia is also playing the euro. So I was like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> So Napoleon is not in the team. Uh, wow. So instead, uh, for for captain, uh, uh, Charles the Goal. <laughs> uh, I, I I thought that he would be uh, very good. Huh? Uh, it's his. It's in his name. Uh, he will yes. score many many goals for the team. Uh, but also, he led France um, free from uh, Nazi Germany. So he, he's good. Huh? He's good uh, at. Uh, uh evading enemy tactics. And uh et voilà, I, I I trust him. So Charles Charles Gaulle. <laughs> Fantastic, Charles de Gaulle. Just
2: a
3: personal trust. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I've heard of him. That that's a good that's a good start. What do you think, Tom?
3: Yeah, um uh, for straight off the bat, the main reason being his name is Charles De Gaulle. I'm super into. <laughs> <laughs> um and so he he was the sort of
4: end of World War II. Prime Minister, President, what's the deal? Uh, that's correct. He was Prime Minister, that's and uh, yeah, he just uh, he fixed uh, World War II. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: just fixed that right up. <laughs> I'm also delighted, by the way, that uh, Napoleon didn't make uh, didn't make the team because in this game of football, he would be terrible because he
4: famously didn't like defeat. <laughs> 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 that was very good. Uh, very good. It does not translate in France. He did, not like, he did not like les pieds. Uh, that's, it, does not, it does not work. Um,
2: uh, you said Charles was the captain. Did, did you have a, a position for him on the pitch? I don't know if you said.
4: Uh, yes, uh, I do not know the, the position uh, names uh, in English. Uh, of course, I know them in French, course, uh, but in English, I do not know. Uh, but he would be uh, up front. Yeah, sure. Up front. I mean, with you know,
3: all the goals, he's going to be a perfect striker. Yeah, yeah. A uh,
4: striker. That's the one. A uh, striker. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <donc>, voilà.
2: <laughs> very good. Okay, so he's going to be he's going to be up front. He's the captain. He's leading people. Uh, he led them away from Nazis, which I guess is good, but also toward goals, also good. So, if you have any Nazis on the pitch, uh, t- uh, Turkish uh,
1: people, not not many of them are Nazis. I don't think. Can't confirm. Do not know. Uh, Robin, um, come I do on, not you, know. you should yeah. know Turkey. <laughs> I, I don't think Nazis, know, And no. certainly not on my team. I, I I, actually, as a manager, run a very strict no-Nazi policy. Okay, no that's, uh, Nazis. I, I'd say that's the, the number one picking thing over and above if they're any good at football is, yeah. are they a far-right Nazi organisation? And if honest. they are, not getting picked. Fair <laughs> I mean,
4: far-right is a good position. Far-right <laughs> <laughs> is a good position on, it's a, a
1: good position as well. on the pitch. <laughs> yeah my my teams are all really strong on the left but on the right real weak if you want to score
3: against me right flank that's it right right wing <laughs> it's um it's definitely the right move i picked um hitler when i was austria and it, it did not go well for me austria lost and i really do blame hitler for a lot of things but mainly losing that matchup
4: <laughs> well that's fantastic yeah, good start Eric. we've got your uh your captain yes, see, see. up at the front who else do you have Uh, à côté de lui, next to him, uh, also in the uh, position of the striking uh, positions. Um, uh, That's a good sentence. I'm allowed to make mistakes with the English language because uh, it it is not my first language. Absolutely. Um,
2: We do thank you for uh, bridging the language barrier.
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's not a bridge it's a tunnel um, <laughs> yeah, little joke little joke about just a tunnel um, uh, my other player will be Jeanne d'Arc bien sûr um, Joan of Arc uh, uh, yeah. because um, I think she would be great for ki- free kicks because she'll bend the ball and that is why she's called Arc um, uh, yes. uh, <laughs> Arc is the, ball? the brilliant Mwah. that's right it is, the, it is the movement of the ball and that is why she's called Arc Um, It's amazing. I'll be very impressed if all of your players actually have names
2: that are a a thing in football. I'm very impressed.
4: Well, (laughs) I I made an effort. I made an effort uh, (laughs) for 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 this game. Um, uh, But also, uh, one little thing that's very useful with uh, Joan um, is that she obviously was in tune with the frequency of God. Uh, She could literally hear him speak. And God, of course, knows everything. He even knows the results of the game. And so uh, he will be able to guide Joan. Uh, towards a better result. Mm. That's good. And also, cool, but- if she asks God, you know,
2: do we win this one? No, sorry, Joan. Then you don't have to waste your
4: energy on it. Just don't, don't try. <laughs> that's right. In fact, it's you know, it's 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 been a hindrance in some games where she hasn't even bothered. But then we burn her at the stake. Sure. Um, yeah. That's that's what she gets. It's, it's the only I mean, way you learn, kids. Is that
3: is that a potential problem with Joan though? She she died very young. Like she was like 19, uh, yeah, she 19? was nineteen
4: years old. Uh, but she was burnt at the stake three times. Does she she can handle it? Sorry, she was burnt at the stake three times. Yes, just to uh, they
3: want uh, the English wanted her uh, well done. <laughs> Classic English steak order. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so are you not worried that she's not going to last the fu- the full match? You know, she she taps out pretty early in terms of. You know Well, she,
4: uh, she actually led France to victory in the Hundred Years' War, which is a long time. so actually she right. can last, she can yeah. last the, the full 90 minutes.
3: despite <laughs> only being 19 years old, she lasted for a hundred years. That's, that's impressive, to say the least. It's pretty
2: strong. <laughs> uh, now obviously there's a strict uh, no drugs uh, policy in these games. Uh, are you worried about Joan being a massive heroine? <laughs>
1: i liked it so much so much more than i thought i was getting
4: Uh, it took me a little time to uh, realize the joke i took it too too seriously Um, uh, no i i don't think uh, we'll have a problem with the drugs yeah.
2: Oh, actually, do you know, I, I'm just looking at facts of Joan Arc here. Apparently, uh, she, when she was in charge of all these knights and stuff, she actually was very particular about swearing. Didn't like her knights swearing or behaving indecently, uh, you know, like skipping mass or, or saying uh, Willy Sandwich or some horrendous uh, swears. So, yeah. We do not actually... say Willy Sandwich.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's That's <the laughs> un French sandwich de no, 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 on dit pas ça en France, hein? oh la la. Uh, sa- a panini de Zizi? No. no,
1: no. <laughs> oh, I don't like that it's a panini. A panini implies that it's been toasted and it's got cheese
4: yeah. all covering it. I, I would I'm rather impressed. a sandwich, but... <laughs> Une baguette de Zizi? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you know that Willy translated as Zizi? I think, I think that's no, what's no. nice. Wait, that's so pretty that, good. the Italian chain restaurant is just called fr- penis, French Penis? Yeah, going back to my English accent. Every time I walk past that restaurant, I laughed for well, I'd say a good ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Oh, they do really good garlic
2: bowls at Willie's. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, well, she sounded like a really good one. Uh, she's uh, w- what she got. She she's dr- driven away mistresses and prostitutes who have travelled with her army. Okay, so that's she's right. Like, so.
4: She, she'll be able to, like, fend them off uh, during a practice of, of the games. Exactly, uh, Keep, keeping her team, like, focused as well. That's correct.
3: Yeah. Wow, this is sounding like a really good choice, I think. Yeah. Merci was she, beaucoup, merci. Was she actually a, a fighter? I mean, obviously, you're going to, like, know roughly the story, but did she fight physically, like, front-line fighting? Was she more of a sort of talisman? I, I, no, I, no, she, no, was, no. she
4: was front-line, yeah, she was front-line. That's kind of talent. She was like the French Moulin. But instead of a little dragon, we had a little cockerel.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Where's that Disney movie? (laughs) With her amusing cockerel sidekick. Who would voice it? Who would voice it? I want to know who would voice it. What, the cockerel? Uh, Probably Alan Tudyk, because he does them all at the moment. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone French. Yeah. Uh, What was the artist guy? He'd be fun. He didn't speak much, though. Who knows? Oh, uh, (laughs)
4: Jean Dujardin. Yeah, he was good. Is he, does brilliant. he make the
3: starting lineup? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: he did not, but his name is Dujardin of the Garden, so maybe we'll play on him.
1: <laughs> nice. yeah, right. <laughs> Home stadium on Jean du Jardin. That's amazing. I love yeah, it.
2: Very good. Uh, one final thing uh, I realized a tactic you may have overlooked, Eric, uh, for Joan of Arc. Now, she uh, sported the bob haircut, uh looked very good in it. So, with the bob haircut, obviously, kind of looks the same from the front as it does from the back. So, potential tactic on the back of her head, she just draws some eyes and a mouth. <laughs> and people are like, oh, she's looking at me. I, I can't sneak up a- and attack now. Uh, but she's actually, oh no, she's watching the ball come in, don't
4: you worry about it Matthew uh, can you please not reveal our tactics uh, oh, Charles the Gaulle, Gaulle is not happy right now he's screaming at me putain de merde c'est quoi ce mec là uh, Charles s'il te plaît it's just a game huh? oh mais c'est incroyable merde ah, sorry Charles ok well he's just gone to smoke 20 cigarettes in one go <laughs> fair
2: enough yeah so I'll, I'll keep the really good tactics uh, more of a secret um, fantastic! So you got you got a Jane up front. Uh, who now we're moving further back in the uh, in the lineup? Who do you have?
4: Let's go absolutely further back. Let's go in goal. Yeah, uh, I've got Andre the Giant. <laughs> yes, I think that makes sense. He does not even need to move. He just he just stands in the uh, he just stands <laughs> in the goal, and um, any ball that comes his way.
2: <laughs> wow i'm so honored that we have andre the giant on the uh on the podcast right now yeah it's amazing <laughs> yes that's right uh if you've got any questions for andre he'll happily answer them um uh, andre do you ever think you could have gone for maybe a slightly larger leotard
4: oh <laughs> 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 typical, typical Andre, typical Andre.
2: Classic Andre. <laughs> uh,
4: but yes, I chose uh, Andre the Giant uh, in gold because, um, yes, because just, his hands would literally just pummel the, the ball uh, away. Yeah. And, um, and in case uh, there's a little bit of trouble on the pitch, he can crush the skulls of the other players. Yeah. Sorry. I sounded a little German there. <laughs> <Just> uh, <laughs> That's the Vichy government coming out of me. I'm sorry. Uh yeah. okay, so uh,
2: skull crushing. Yeah, that's a, that's a tactic. You could probably get away with it once. Yellow card. <laughs> that's <laughs>
4: that's crushing a, a skull yellow, card. yellow. Uh but that's it really. Uh, uh, I did not think any further than this that yeah. he's just a, a big old man. <laughs> uh I mean, and you could f- you could fit in the whole of the goal. Yeah, I think he's uh, seven foot four. I
3: believe seven foot four. And because I'm a, a slight fan of the old wrestling, Sam would be even more into this. Mm. Uh, but yeah, uh, he had his hands were sixteen inches long, sixteen inches. Like he had such huge hands. Yeah.
4: Oh and uh, like- yes, uh, and Johnovic is a big fan of his hands. Uh, <laughs> for. For for football purposes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> he was an absolute monster, wasn't he? And in The Princess Bride, which is just, that's fun for everyone, isn't that's it? That's just a fun fact.
4: <laughs>
3: I saw four great white
4: horses.
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, very, uh, very, very good,
2: very good, Andre. Very good. Very good. Tom, you might know, as a wrestler, did he ever sort of tag
3: team with people or is he a solo kind of a guy? Um, He would have tag team with people over time. He famously had a rivalry with Hulk Hogan. That was the yeah. when they brought him in. They they went him up against Hulk Hogan. And it makes destroyed. it makes sense.
1: It makes absolute sense because Hulk Hogan is fa- famously a little bit racist, and we're we've got an anti Nazi team here on the French team. It makes it's for branding purposes. That makes perfect sense for me.
3: Yeah. Merci. Very good. So yeah, common goal. They have a common goal, and he's in it. Yeah, I'm. I'm just quickly checking Andre the Giant's. Uh, former tag team partners. Just, uh, the main one was a guy called Haku. I'm just going to check to see if he's Turkish. He's not. We're okay. He's. If famous. he was Turkish, Tom, believe me, he'd have been on the one
1: sheet I could find on Wikipedia <laughs> of, 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 of <laughs> Turkish people that are famous enough that we would know who they are. There's loads if you're Turkish, but we're not. So Yeah, yeah. Um, and also he was,
2: uh, in wrestling, apparently he was undefeated between 1973 and 1986, which is... I mean that's just bad writing in terms of a wrestling script, but
3: uh, <laughs> but hey, in terms of if you want a winner on your team, sounds like you got the right guy. Yeah, he he was he was a big lad and and just didn't bloody lose. It's um it's good. It's a great choice. Uh, also, uh, in wrestling mythology, uh, the Big Show is Andre the Giant's son. Of course, not in reality, he's just another large man. But I'm just saying that if you follow wrestling law, then technically the Big Show is also French.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah, I did not know. I will have my manager uh, uh, maybe book him. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Well, who else have you booked, Eric? Who else is on your list? Well, for uh, defence, huh? for defense, I have two very, very good uh, defence tactics. Uh, one is uh, Marie Curie, uh, Nobel Peace Prize winner of both physics and chemistry. She's the only woman that won uh, two Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, and one of the reasons that I have her uh, um, in defense is because she is radioactive. And so um, (laughs) no one wants to come close to her, which is quite good. It's quite a good tactic. I mean, even uh, my team players do not want to approach (laughs) Mary because as you can, the grass, the grass dies around her. Uh, It's not green, it's uh, black and she kills everything. Oh yes, it's a a strange tactic, but it works. No one approaches Mary. We
1: have got, I believe, a controversy on our hands here. Oh, oh. Because I believe, did Marie Curie, if this is not true, this can be cut, but did Marie Curie not get
4: also picked for the Polish team? Marie- so she is, is born She yeah. is born in Poland, yeah. uh, but she was also naturalised in uh, France. So it's like yeah. me saying that I am French, but I'm also British, you know
3: what I mean? <laughs> Robin, and if she had played for Poland in our podcast, that would be an issue. But... You're remembering when she was picked for the mothers' team. Oh, she was picked by the mothers' team is not a national team, so (laughs) Marie Curie is a legit pick. (laughs) This is her now playing for her national side. She chose France over. Yeah, okay. You, as the Turkish manager, just got to respect.
1: That's no, that's great. I'm I'm thrilled to hear it. So she plays her club football with Mother's FC, and her international game is done with France. Great to know. Great to know. That's that's that's
4: correct. Uh, We play by the rules. (laughs) (laughs) The FA, of course, stands for French.
3: Uh, It does, it does. That is
1: true. It does. I've heard that before.
4: (laughs) That's a stupid
1: one.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes, well, thank you. thank you for breaking that down for us. Um, Marie Curie is an absolutely very, very good choice. Uh, she, uh, do, is she, is she much of a winner before? I mean, I don't know if she's been on many uh, Much of a winner? You, she
4: won two Nobel Peace Prizes. Nobel
2: Prizes, so she's been Oh, I don't the... know
4: if
3: it's Peace, but it's Nobel Prizes. Nobel Prizes. Yeah, yeah. in <laughs> science.
4: Yeah, that's fact, pretty good. She, yeah.
3: she won in two different, she won in chemistry and physics as well. She's the only person to win in two different sciences.
4: Yes. And, and physics Correct. is very, very useful in, in football, uh, because it is literally physics. Uh, our bodies are made of chemistry, and uh, it is important to have chemistry between players. Uh, the, the noise next door will know this. Uh, <laughs> and then physics, uh, football. <laughs> need I say, need, need I say more? Huh? <laughs>
3: Uh yeah I mean I'm a big fan of Marie Curie she uh, she did a good job for Mothers FC and uh, I think on the international stage she's going to she's really going to light things up great pick great
4: pick It's very good Merci yes she is also a radio Active And maybe uh, that also means that she can tune into the frequency of the opposite team's uh, radio channel to, to hear the Turkish manager maybe uh, whisper some little uh, secrets to his players. I don't know. I don't know if that's what it means. Uh, yeah. Done... yeah, I think the
2: Turkish uh, famously use earpieces. Isn't that right, Robin?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the time? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, Bluetooth headsets is what we're going to
4: be using for yeah. me and all the players. Yeah. yeah, so you can crack into that. And for my final uh, chose, chosen player, I have uh, I have Rene Descartes uh, okay. because uh, his philosophy, his truth bombs, will be whispered in the opposite team's ears, and he'll say things like, "You know, this could all be fake, and this could just be in a brain, right?" And they'll they'll start panicking, and they'll they'll be <laughs> they'll have a little existential crisis, and they'll be distracted and not play football properly. Because yes. they'll think, ah, all of this could be fake, and maybe we are just a, a cervelle in a jar. Yeah, because he's, he's a philosopher, right? <laughs> that's correct, yes.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, there you go.
4: I mean, Getting I philosophical think... Philosophical on the that's
3: Therefore, I am. I, I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, so a, thought, a thoughtful defender here. So one that's going to be sort of, you know, not just sliding in with her uranium rods but this guy is seeing (laughs) what the game looks like he's analyzing the game as well you know I feel like you've got a lot of action on the pitch and now this is a more of a thoughtful approach which I I think the team needs it adds some balance I think
2: yeah Uh, he also he invented uh, analytical geometry which uh means that he knows like the angles of the ball
4: wait he invented analytical geometry well so it's 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 yeah. cartesian it's cartesian uh geometry so it's uh, the z axis the y axis and the x axis and if you know the point of center uh and then you have the data about the other point let's say the ball for example yeah. uh then yeah. you can then have like all sorts of geometry and trigonometry uh, made up um so the cartesian system yes uh is is thanks to him i mean his name is descartes uh, of the cards of of the uh i don't know where i'm going with this but uh, uh <laughs> so d- of the cards so he might get yes red, yellow red cards, cards red cards is green cards <laughs> a bit of a wild card. Uh, maybe we can cut that one out, <laughs> we cut that one out.
2: <laughs> uh, no it's gold it's gold and it's staying <laughs> merci uh, Fantastic. Okay, well, you've got a a great team there. Um, Do you have anyone who didn't quite make the team, anyone in your subs bench, or anyone working backstage that you feel needs a mention?
4: Uh, Gérard Depardieu. Sure. sure. Mm. Uh, You know, uh, he's a good friend of uh, of France, but he's always drinking. Uh, That makes it quite difficult to to have some nice complicité uh, among the team. Yeah, he's on refreshments. Uh, Albert Camus, we, we love him. Uh, but he's always talking about suicide, and that brings the team down. Oh, no. <laughs> um, you know, he makes good points. You know, do you have a coffee or do you have a suicide? But is it Albert, <laughs> huh? uh, there's not just two choices. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's not just coffee and suicide. There's loads of different things. Yeah. Donc, uh, voilà, um, uh, Marion Cotillard, wow, of course. Yeah. Uh, great actress. Uh, I, I think she's too beautiful. She would distract everybody.
3: Mm.
4: And of course, the pitch
3: is Jean Dujardin <laughs> playing on the enormous on home naked, but bo- naked. I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm imagining him naked. I don't know why. Just would seem
4: weird. That's, well, that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's up to you how you imagine him. Uh, but as French people, we are comfortable with our bodies, huh? Uh, it is you, English, who are the prudes. Uh, but uh, we are comfortable, and yes, to play on Jean Dujardin's naked body is. Uh, Oh, but it would be complimentary, huh <laughs> Very
2: good. Well, they were very trade Bond choices. Uh, Eric, could you just run us through one more time if you're
4: starting Fantasy Five? Bien sûr. Uh, the choices are... 1. Charles de Gaulle 2. Jeanne d'Arc 3. André the Giant <laughs> 4. Marie Curie 5. René Descartes I don't know why I said 4, I said 4. <laughs> you uh, also said 3. <laughs> And uh, yes, it's well, multiple languages in one plane is very difficult, as René Descartes will be able to.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much, Eric. Coming up, we are going to have Robin with Team Turkey right after this.
4: Donc
1: maintenant Mathieu, le kit de France sont finis. <laughs> we are finished with France. We're not speaking about it anymore. We're talking about Turkey. And uh following on from the way that Eric introduced his team, I think it's important that I say Turkçe konuşamıyorum, which means I do not speak Turkish. So let's move on. <laughs> <good>. um, here <laughs> You're we go. Gonna so <laughs> going to learn one phrase. Going to learn one phrase. I'm going to start in defense. Going to start in defense with um a, a really important person in Turkish history, uh, and that is going to be Sultan Mehmed II. Okay, now I'll just briefly, for those of you unfamiliar with Mehmed II, I can't imagine there's many of you. Uh, He was born in 1432. He lived until 1481. He was crowned sultan at the age of 12. Mm. For the first time, he did it for a couple of years. And then his dad was like, actually, I'm going to come back to the throne, took over as sultan again. But Mehmed was like, no, 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 na," and just refused to let go of the title of sultan. Even though he disappeared off, he just clung to that title for the whole time. During his first reign as sultan, aged uh, 12 to 14, he put down a crusade sent by uh, a Hungarian. And in his second uh, reign uh, as sultan from the age of 20 in 1451, he he conquered Constantinople. Okay, so he's sort of responsible for the Ottoman Empire. So in terms of an aggressive player, talk Ah. to me about Mehmed II... Uh, a couple of hilarious things that he did when he was 20, uh, the the second time he became Sultan, the very first thing he did was punish a load of people who didn't give him the traditional gift of ascension so he just he just was livid that they hadn't given him a present and I love that but he did a few things which I think are going to make him really important in my defence, the first thing he did is he he codified criminal law in Turkey, so uh, he knows the laws, so where we've got uh, a French player who's going to be getting all the cards, Mehmed II is getting none of the cards okay (laughs) he codified the law he knows it he knows the rules okay Mm. he was actually incredibly tolerant for his time and so i think he's going to get along quite well with the rest of my team who are a bit of a mishmash lots of different political beliefs going in there but he was considered you know very very tolerant for the time Having said that, he was tolerant if you were one of his lot. If you're not one of his lot, even by the standards of the 1400s, he was considered a real hard bastard. So he's just a lump in my defense, a big, hard lump in my defense, not getting any bookings and conquering Constantinople.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like a solid pick right off the bat. Right at the beginning there, you said he clung to the title. Um, of, of sultan and so if they're defending champions you know he's really going to cling to the title that's absolutely right i love the fact that he just he was like a 14 year old kid and his dad was like
1: i'm gonna come back now i'm gonna be sultan because basically what happened was his dad had to give up the sultan hood sultan sea Sultanship, um as a, as a um as a part of a peace treaty that he had signed. And when the peace treaty went kaput, he was like, oh, I'll do it again. No worries. Uh, And I love the idea of this 14-year-old kid being like, no, (laughs) it's mine. You can't be Sultan anymore. I'm just running away and doing some tutoring. Um, So yeah, Mehmed II, my defence. He's my only defender, sole defender. Only need one. He conquered Constantinople and then defended it. He built the Ottoman Empire. King of defence.
2: Nice. I mean, yeah, he's got a, you know, he had a a goal of a universal empire and also wants to stop gold going in. Exactly.
1: He has his goal uh, directions sorted. Yeah, he knows what he wants. He knows what he wants and he's going to get it. So we'll move on. We'll move on to my defensive midfielder. So I'm going for a 1-2-1 formation. Um and my defensive midfielder. Now this is the name that I am going to butcher and I'm I'm really sorry. I'm going to do my absolute best. I believe you pronounce it Niam Sunny Manoglu, that's how you pronounce his name, Naim Sully Manoglu. Now, he was a weightlifter, okay? Uh, now, he is uh. often considered to be the best pound-for-pound Olympic weightlifter of all time. Okay, so we know just through that that he is going to be able to carry the whole team. Okay, he's he's (laughs) just—he was—he literally literally carry the whole team. He was right. This is mad. This statistic. This is his best. Okay, because obviously we know that fantasy five we choose the statistic that best represents the thing that we're looking for. So he was 62 kilograms. His best lift was 190 kilograms. That's 3.15 times his body rate his body weight, which is the highest ratio of all time. He, so basically what I'm saying is he is the strongest man alive ever to have actually lived in the real world. Um, his nickname was... <laughs> Andre, Andre,
4: Andre, relax, relax, Andre. It's a actually,
1: team. I, I would love to know how heavy in kilograms Andre the Giant was. Can somebody find that out? Because I, I, reckon, I, will look, I, will look. I reckon my guy Niam can lift him. And therefore, oh, it's, that's going to be a battle for the ages. Now, he's playing a defensive midfielder. Because as as I said, he's got that ability to carry the whole team. How heavy was he, Eric? Uh, Two hundred and thirty-six kilograms. Ah, oh, bugger! He can't lift
3: him. Yeah, but the the number you just gave there, though, will have been the weight he could like either clean and jerk or or you know it would have been a weightlifting lift. I'm sure with just a sort of like barrel pickup, I reckon he could get him off the ground. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, Over yeah. Over his head is a different situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, um, he
1: just won heaps, loads of gold medals at the Olympics. He won gold medals at all the world championships, like just crazy successful. Um, so I know he's got experience of big competitions, so he's going to be able to hold his own in this massive game against France. And the main thing that, the, a real thing for me is, um, he was actually born in Bulgaria to a Turkish family. Now, in order to compete in the 1988 Olympics, Turkey paid Bulgaria $1.25 million just to use him, just to have him as theirs. So you know that thing that sometimes footballers suffer with, which is when a really high transfer fee has been paid, they sort of get to, and they sort of like muck it up a little bit for a while. There's going to be no problem with that. He's used to it. He's ready. So that's Niam. That's that's pretty good.
2: Uh, I guess the biggest concern that's all on our minds is that as an Olympic multi-Olympic gold medalist, uh, he's not going to be very subtle on the pitch. He's going to be clanking and jangling around like a giant pair of keys. You're always going to know where he is on the pitch.
1: Yeah, I also imagine he's not going to be running especially fast because he is going to always be carrying 190 kilograms on his back. Yeah. So, because he likes to show off. he like, He's one of the best, isn't he? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But that's why he's, you know, the defensive midfielder often described as the anchor man of the team. I think, okay. you know, how are you going to be more of an man than a, a man yeah. who weighs 62, kilograms plus 190 kilograms of extra weight that he's just carrying around with him yeah Indeed. And you have read,
3: that's one way to throw your weight around isn't it
2: it is. Well, also the other thing is, uh, what was his surname? Manglu. You don't want your Manglu all over the pitch. Like that's one thing no. you want to keep in one spot.
3: <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's
1: why he's uh, he's a specialist at the clean and jerk. So he cleans right. and then See. jerks. Okay, so it's not everywhere. Don't worry. He okay. should really
3: do that the other way around. <laughs> he really should. If he really should. In order to clean and jerk, and definitely jerk <laughs> then clean, guys. That's just <laughs> <good advice.
2: laughs> that is advice. that is a weird way around.
1: Um, okay, so they've uh, yeah we've we've spent him. What's what's next? Okay, we're moving up the pitch. Moving up the pitch to my. Attacking midfielder, okay? So this is, I think this is probably the most famous man in the history of Turkey, I, I would certainly say. Uh, and that is going to be Kamal Atatürk. Now, Kamal Atatürk uh, was a, just a huge political figure in Turkey. Um, sort of like 20s to 30s to 40s, that sort of period of time. Um, so in 1928 here's a great thing that he did he decided that he wanted to use a latin based alphabet rather than an arabic based alphabet in order to increase levels of literacy so he just created turkish he was just like i'm just going to do turkish and, <laughs> and and overnight people who were literate sort of like you know intelligent people who could read and write in arabic just suddenly became illiterate they just couldn't do it anymore so ataturk <laughs> took it upon himself to go round to villages to towns and teach people turkish That's like me just making up a language and being like, guys, guys, I'm going to talk to you about this word... Frob, and I'll tell you exactly what it means. I just love it. I love the audacity to be like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a language, and uh, and they loved it. It was, it was hugely popular. So uh, and it worked. Like uh, literacy rate rates absolutely skyrocketed um, after that. So that's part of the reason he's in there. He's a great educator, and I think that that sort of level of experience is going to be great for the rest of the team. Okay.
4: Mm. Well, I, I, I would like to say, um, Robin, ha. Uh, <laughs> shit
1: he's done some turkish
4: yes i just did some turkish google translate and <laughs> you do not know what i told you
1: <laughs>
4: it's, it's pretty good get indeed sit <laughs>
1: get <laughs> shit i'm being I'm being played at my own language indeed. it's terrible um so a, a few other cool things he did before listen he he introduced just sweeping reforms to, for women. So Turkey was one of the very first nations in the world to grant universal suffrage so that women had equal rights to men, um, which is incredible, obviously. So you know that he's an, an equality, equality guy, so he's going to be sharing out the ball left, right and centre. He's not going to mind. He's a he's good good dude, or just a good dude, really. Um, so a, a few reasons that he's my attacking midfielder specifically is he's going to attack the box like he attacked Turkey's existing political systems. Sure. Okay. He's going to get in there and just Destroy them for his own gain, and I love that. Um, he uh, he he actually allowed the construction of an opposition party. So when he took over, it was like done with sultans and things like that. Still, but he allowed people. He was like, yeah, let's get an opposition. That's the right way to do things. So you know he's going to absolutely thrive on this competition. He's not going to mind that there is competition in play. Um, he. My favourite fact about him is he was actually born Ali Riza Oglu Mustafa, okay, Um, and he got chosen his name for him by the Turkish parliament for just being a really good Turk. So Ataturk actually translates as uh, father of the Turks. So the fans have already got a nickname for him. It's amazing. I love it. It's very good. And, and also, the good thing about his surname is if he scores any goals or does any incredible, any incredible bits of, of football, um, you can just say his surname and he'll take it as a compliment. You just go, oh, out of touch.
4: Exactly. <laughs> uh, Robin, exactly. Uh, I do not know if you heard the garbage trucks uh, passing me just then, uh, but that was, uh, that was in reference to you and your team. <laughs>
1: he's got sound effects what's going on I don't know about this um so that's that's Ataturk he's in the middle and now we're getting to just a quick thing about Ataturk he actually has a football stadium
2: named after him so presumably he knows his way around a pitch you'd hope so you'd hope so was he there when it was opened who knows well, it doesn't matter if, if he lived a hundred years uh then yes uh it was renovated <laughs> in 2020 sure why not but um yeah i reckon but that means he just has an insight he just knows obviously the layout of the pitch he knows
3: where the toilets are important stuff important stuff yeah absolutely there's a there's a, a bill clinton quote weirdly which was like the, about attatürk which he said shakespeare wrote einstein thought Ataturk built like that's how Clinton rated him in terms of like, it, on, on the level of sort of if he had to pick one political leader it, for him it was Shakespeare, Einstein, Ataturk. and I think that's um that's pretty that's, good, that's, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't it's find that in crazy. my research. That's uh, that's pretty decent. Yeah, he um
1: yeah he was an amazing man by by all accounts. Um, he, creating a language, he introduced free education. He basically completely reformed turkey to the point where it now they now have an entire political system which is named after him, it's called Kemalism, and it's not, it's not
3: after his surname, it's just his first name. L- like, yeah. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like inventing a thing and just calling it R- Robinism. Robinism, yeah. This is Robinism because my name is Robin. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they do not call it an erection for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good. Uh, Right, I'm getting a bit weird now guys. we're gonna go up front to my attacker yeah my attacker is an unbelievably I would say arguably the most globally famous Turk, maybe ever but certainly currently. My striker is the salt bay. <laughs> The salt bay. The salt bay. It is this is a meme that did the rounds a few years ago. It's a guy, it's a Turkish man, wearing glasses, throwing salt onto a stake, sort of like over his elbow. Oh Um, that dude. Yeah, so that's that guy is a Turkish guy. And he is my striker for a few reasons.
4: Yeah.
1: Number one, flair. If he's that's putting salt on steak like that, you know that he's going to be doing tricks. He's going to be flipping stuff over. He, he's just going to be incredible for flair. He's a showman. And I love that about him. All right. And that's his yeah. so star, of, star of my team. He's not my captain. My captain is in goal. I'm going to come to that last. But it, it was very, very close because the fans are just going to love him. Mm. Think of all the social media deals. Oh, God. I'm going to be dripping in that Insta money. You're not going to be <laughs> able to move for it because of Salt Bay. And um, and the final reason, really, I don't need too many because I just think it's such a strong pick. Is he is uh, he's used to playing when the stakes are very high.
3: Hey, <laughs> boo. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean he's st- he's stylish, he's cool, and like, he's gone from like the actual the guy, whatever his real name is. Let's just call him Salt Bay. Salt Bay he's, is his name. He's gone from that like uh, this tiny restaurant where he did fun salt to being like an international superstar. Yeah, he cooks for. Did you see that clip of him cooking for Maradona? Yeah, well, amazing.
1: That is actually a really big part about why he's on my team. I've seen clips of him cooking for Maradona, Ronaldo, David Beckham and Messi. Yeah. So my guy knows footballers. So if we're talking, obviously, the one rule of of Fantasy Vibes, you can't pick any actual footballers. But I've got bloody close just in terms of advice you know
4: oh interesting that he did not cook for French people the masters of cuisine maybe he's not that very <laughs> good <huh? laughs>
2: but maybe. Know, if he's put salt on a real footballer he'll have picked up something have got to give him that
4: yeah although we are we are known to be snails and salt is very dangerous for <sighs> yeah. our skin so touché touché Robin <laughs>
1: Ah, well this is attractive. it. This is it. Just sort of sprinkling salt all around. I also thought like just a little bit of skullduggery, a little bit of salt in the in the in the French water, you
3: know, just a little bit Oh I'm feeling quite parched actually. I'll have a drink. Oh no, now I'm being sick. <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> One of your tactics is to get your striker to mm. artfully sprinkle salt into the opponent's <laughs> water bottles. <laughs> yeah, but what an art. Over the elbow.
1: Oh, yeah, just, oh lovely. Cool. <laughs> Slowly degrading their kidneys. Yeah, that's what I'm after. That's what I'm after. So Salt bait up front, it's for the flair, it's for the insta-money, it's for the stakes-a-high joke that I did once. <laughs> <laughs> um, a solid pick, man. And now... Gosh, this is the best pick. It's my. It's my it's, he's in goal. It's my captain. Now... There's a little story with this. One time, when I was about 12, the one time I've been to Turkey, right. I and went... The time you were 12? Uh, uh, well, I was 12 then as 12 well, months.
4: yeah. Oh, were you, were you sultan? <laughs> I,
1: I, was, I was sultan briefly in the 1400s. Uh, I went to the seaside resort of Marmaris, right? Mm. And in Marmaris, along, along the seafront, oh, lovely, yeah. there was a man who served ice cream, and I'm having that guy. hey i'm having that guy impact on you i'll tell you why. right have you seen you must have seen on youtube you must have seen the videos of the guys who have the really long metal poles and when they're serving you ice cream you're just constantly trying to get your ice cream but it's constantly flipping and like it's sort of stuck to the pole for a little bit and there's two cones and then there's and then there's no ice cream in your cone and it's like wizardry if you haven't seen this you need to youtube it before i go into all this (laughs) stuff because it's not gonna make sense
3: have you seen it tom i know exactly what you're talking about Talking about. They basically just, a guy pays for an ice cream and then they just punk him for five minutes, not giving him the ice cream. But he completely thinks he's getting the ice cream. Yeah, and then you basically end up with just a cone of milk at the end because it's been so long, (laughs) but you
1: love it and you've had a wicked time. Now, just the, the the hand wizardry required. It's magic. He's a magician. This man's a magician of the dairy world. He's a magician. And that, that sort of hand wizardry is the main reason in my goal. Now, it's interesting because the French team have gone for sort of like big brawny powering goal. Mm. I've made that mistake with King Kong and, you know, big uh, gorillas and all sorts of stuff. And I'm not doing it again. So instead, I've gone for a little nimble boy. Um, that one guy from Marmaris whose name... I don't know what it is, but I know he's Turkish because he told me he was from Istanbul. Um,
3: Your pick is Mm. ice cream guy from Marmaris. Yeah, that one guy. Yeah, Yeah. okay. (laughs) From Marmaris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just so so we
1: know what to put on the back of the
3: shirt. Yeah, it it will say (laughs)
1: that one guy from Marmaris who did the ice cream for Robin in 2004. No, it's not going to fit on the shirt. 2004. 2004. (laughs) Okay. 2004 ice cream boy. Number 2004, Ice Cream Man. That's what it would say. <laughs> um, so Mad Hadricks, right? Um, I'm also going to have, we are allowed accessories, Fantasy V. We've got that. He's bringing his pole with him. He's gonna, and also he's having a little ball of ice cream in the pole. Because then it's just sticky. He's just got a sticky pole with which to catch the ball. Uh, Honestly, this man was incredible. The things he could do with a scoop of mint choc chip—you've never seen the like. So, uh, twelve years old and having mint choc chip. I love it. Do you know what my favorite is? Mint choc chip with chocolate and vanilla. Those three flavors together. Oh, hello, mama.
3: Yes, please. That's what I want. (laughs) Um, mint choc chip's not a child flavor of ice cream. That's for that's for tired old grandparents. No rum and raisin is for tired yeah, old that's grandparents. For the tiredest old grandparents.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's the la- that's the last meal, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> um, he brings the ice cream. He's going to do ice cream stuff in uh, in in time, obviously. Nice. Um, so while 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 he's doing all his ice cream tricks, Salt Bay is going to be putting the salt in the water, and the French team aren't going to know what's hit them. Um, we can hope. I don't know if anyone knows if Joan of Arc was dairy intolerant, but we can you know fingers crossed and. Um, <laughs> And also, obviously he worked with ice cream a lot, so it's just very cool, isn't he? Boom. By nature,
3: by nature and temperature. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was do you know what I thought I knew I when you were like my cat. he you also stated this was your captain. Yeah. It, when you he said- was the he was the man. He was the boss. He was your childhood. He was with-
1: he, I remember it so clearly. I can even remember what he was wearing. He was wearing a purple t-shirt. I really remember him. He
3: was he made such an impact on me. When you said I've, my last pick in goal, he's my captain. I, was like, I know he's going to pick. I've got this. Of course, it's going to be. But you just you haven't gone for it. Who do you interested. think it's going to be? Have, well, I'm interested. Have you got anyone on the bench? Have you got any? Have you got any backups? or not need, need to. Don't need to. Don't need to. You've got <laughs> no additional players whatsoever. No one. I thought about having a, an actual turkey, but they were actually right. from North America, so I couldn't do it. Yeah. What about yeah. what about Saint George? Is he Turkish? Yeah, Saint George is Turkish. He doesn't appear on the list of famous turkish people. I'm pretty sure St George is turkish, isn't he? That's the whole thing. Everyone's like, yeah, St George, but he was a turkish guy." Let me check that. Oh.
1: Well, if look he look was, up. if he was, um unfortunately, he didn't make
3: it. <laughs> He's busy. <laughs> He's, didn't he didn't need a help. Didn't need Let me it. Check. He was born in Cappadocia. Cappadocia. Modern day Turkey. There you go.
1: Ah. Yeah, there you go. Well no, he didn't he didn't make the didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. There was nowhere left in my spa in my in my team when I've got my that one guy with the ice cream, I've got a weightlifter, Kamal Ataturk, Mehmed and Salt Bay. Where's he gonna go? Take up the space that Salt Bay's in. You're gonna put a Saint instead of Salt Bay. You're an idiot.
2: Yeah. No, that's fair that's fair um, well uh, robin uh, great great choices there uh remind us one more time if you're starting at fantasy five
1: with pleasure in defense i've got mehmed the second in my defensive midfield i've got naim Sulimanoglu. uh my attacking midfielder is kamal ataturk up front i've got salt bay and in goal my captain the man the myth the legend is that one guy from marmaris in 2004 and that <laughs> is team turkey
2: Although we have the teams, let's see how the managers are feeling about their chances. Eric, Team France, you're uh, you're the home team. Feeling good? Uh, we are we are feeling uh, we,
4: we are feeling always good. That's the thing. Uh, from the outside perspective, uh, you see us smoking cigarettes and complaining, but actually that is the way of life of France. Uh, <laughs> we are always very happy. We um, uh, we 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 we.
2: we, we. <laughs> Thank you very much, and uh, Robin, Turkey boy.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling all right. Uh, it's not my. I, I'll be honest. I don't feel the strongest I've ever felt going into a game. I'm worried that Kamal Ataturk, very much of the new school, and Mehmed II, very much of the old school, might have a few ideological clashes. Um, we do know that, that Mehmed was very tolerant, uh, but Kamal did destroy his entire way of living. So I am worried about that. <laughs> but the uh, the chemistry between salt bay and uh, and that one guy from marmaris in 2004 in goal is gonna be amazing because we know that salt and caramel works amazingly so they can get together and do some magic so it's sort of like a 50 yes. 50 worry
4: <laughs> yes but marie curie will destroy that chemistry yeah.
1: oh it's good well do you know there's only one thing
2: left to do it's time for kickoff
4: welcome
3: to this glorious stadium the naked body of oscar-winning actor jean de jardin Players are walking out onto the fleshy field. It's set to be a wild game.
2: The French players all having a pre match
3: cigarette, whilst the Turkish all eat a doner kebab. What an exceptional group of athletes. The Turkish team are being given a team talk by their captain, a truly inspirational leader of men. Ah, Kemal Atatürk, the founder of the Turkish Republic. N- no. Oh, uh, Mehmed the Conqueror, the Sultan of Two Lands? Uh, No, it's a nameless ice cream guy from Marmaris in 2004. Right. It's time for kickoff, and Salt Bay sprinkles the ball back to Ataturk, and we are off. Ataturk
2: has not only given women the right to vote, he's also given the ball to Sune Manoglu, who is expected to do a lot of the heavy lifting in the middle of the park.
3: Rene Descartes with a considered challenge on the weightlifter, and the ball's gone out for a throw-in.
2: Joan of Arc, maybe the Maid of Orléans, but right now she looks like she's made of awesome football skills. She slips past Mehmed and takes a shot.
3: It seems to be carried by some sort of divine provenance.
2: But that one ice cream guy from Amaris 2004 leaps and somehow blocks the ball with the little pole he uses to taunt children. Oh, it's a stunning
3: save. <laughs> now, the ice cream guy is going to use that pole to pass it out to Ataturk. Oh, no. No, he didn't. He was He was pretending. All right, here here he is now, though, with a short throw to attitude.
2: No, (laughs) no, he's faked it again. Okay, this time, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, good. Oh, come on. Come on. I actually do pass it, though.
3: The French team are looking good so far, except Charles de Gaulle, who is not an attractive man. Mary Curie,
2: suffering from her own radiation there and morphing into a huge radioactive monster.
4: Her
3: similarity to the Incredible Hulk could be a problem for Hulk nemesis Andre the Giant. Well,
2: actually, that was Hulk Hogan. He was the nemesis of... No, 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 you're absolutely right. They are attacking each other. It seems that Andre just doesn't like people called Hulk.
3: That one ice cream guy from Marmaris 2004 sees this as an opportunity and has booted the ball all the way up the pitch from his own goal and he stuck it in France's... It's 1-0.
2: 1-0! Salt Bay just asking Mehmed what the secret to a good conqueror is.
3: He says you should soak a conquer overnight in vinegar.
2: Manglu takes a stumble in defence and collides with Salt Bay. Oh, that Manglu is
3: so salty.
2: Manglu now stumbles again and impales himself on that one ice cream guy from Mamre's 2004's Ice Cream Stick.
3: And now he's just a piece of Turkish meat on a stick. Sheesh.
2: Ataturk takes it down the wing. Interception by Renny Descartes. Yeah, oh, at a French... Car pauses momentarily to wonder, is there inherent order in nature or is it all chaos and chance?
3: Oh, and loses the ball to Mehmed the Conqueror. Charles de Gaulle and Joan of Arc seem to be having a disagreement on the pitch here. Joan wants to kick the ball, but Charles de Gaulle is calling for a ceasefire for the good of his people. Joan now is
2: refusing to use her legs and is instead issuing a call to arms.
3: Half-time now, and that one ice cream guy from Armourist 2004 wants to pop out to the local cash and carry to stock up on Raspberry Ripple for the second half.
2: Silly Manglu has off to give him a lift.
3: And the second half gets underway. An early tackle on Atatuck by Mary Curie looks quite nasty. Yes, Atatuck has... Oh, he has an open wound there. Mary Curie is trying to help by filling the wound with traditional Turkish hats and, and she's mixing it around. Now,
2: that wound is really starting to fester. Ouch.
3: Oh, uh, Marie Curie has accidentally spilled some of her radioactive material onto Ataturk. Oh, he's really not looking well now.
2: Yep, no awesome superpowers. He's just sort of shriveling up like a time-lapse of a raisin in the sun.
3: Yeah, that, that's what happens when you're exposed to radiation. Oh. Charles de Gaulle
2: avoids a hail of gunfire from yet another failed assassination attempt as he thunders down the wing.
3: Here comes Mehmed. Oh, wow. <laughs> An audacious turn past the Turkish defender. The absolute gall of the man.
2: Charles is one-on-one with that one ice cream guy from Amaris 2004.
3: De Gaulle tries to whip it past him, but no one can out-whip Mr. Whippy himself. The ice cream guy pushes it past his post. seems we have some big fans of male cows in the crowd today. Uh, they Over there, you can just see they have a sign that says, I stan bull. it's nice. It's Istanbul, Tom. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Mehmed, to Salt
2: Bay. Back to Mehmed. The interplay between these forwards is a Turkish delight. Mehmed shoots for the top corner of the French goal. But Andre the Giants, 16-inch mitt, bats it back out. Mehmed tries again.
3: But did he forget about Dre? The Giant's reaches huge, and he blocks another one. The ball now falls to
2: Salt Bay, the stake master. Oh, he's a rare talent. That shot is very well done as he aims low. Oh, the ball goes between the Giant's legs, and it's 2-0 Turkey.
3: It's almost over now, and Andre the Giant has laid down in his own goal. Well, I mean, who's going to move him?
2: Of course, silly Manglu, is a professional, but it might take him a while. Well, Andre is 2.24 metres and 236 kilograms. Whichever way you look at it, it's going to be a long wait.
3: And there's the final whistle. It's 2-0 to Turkey. Back to the studio.
1: Well,
2: what a game that will go down in the annals of history. Now, let's get the reactions from the managers, starting with the biggest wiener in the woods, Robin. Mate that guy from
1: Marmaris that one guy 2004 <laughs> uh, who knew who knew Well class world class footballer. I didn't know I just knew that he was good with dairy I didn't realise he was going to be the boss that he was on the pitch frankly the rest of the team embarrassments but that one guy from Marmaris <laughs> hey
2: ice cream jugglers and international footballs are as talented as each other they are just differently paid
1: I'm, I'm delighted to have won this fixture honestly uh, any long term listeners of the podcast will know that the days I win are few and far between and, and this one <laughs> feels real special T- cheers cheers that guy from marmaris in the purple shirt i hope you're still selling that sweet mink choc chip
2: uh we now go over to the uh half mass waving flag of france eric how do you fare
4: oh uh... Yes, you know, I am a little bit uh, hurt, of course. Of course I am a little bit hurt, huh? Uh, but I'm proud of my team. I think they did very well. Uh, I did not anticipate that the gap between Andre the Giant's legs are big enough <laughs> for goals. <laughs> so I suppose that, uh, you know, you live and learn. Huh? You live and learn. Yeah. Uh, well, Albert Albert Camus would disagree with that. Um, <laughs> uh, very proud, very proud of Marie Curie, who took down one of uh, his players just by touching him uh, with her radioactive <laughs> skin. So uh, proud of her. I'm I'm proud of the of the whole team uh, actually. Um, oh, sometimes yeah. you sometimes you have to lose to win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 Go on. you, you know no. Um <laughs> look, I'm not I'm not the philosopher. That's what Rene just whispered in my ears. Uh and now I can see him laughing. Oh funny, huh? Rene! Connard. Sorry, as uh it's, hey it happens, yeah. Sometimes uh, arguments within the team uh, happen. Uh but no no it was good uh well done uh, for Turkey turkey and cockerels do not go well together um.
2: <laughs> that's true you can't have both you
1: just can't have both
2: uh well that was uh, there was a was lot fantastic- of
4: foul play
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go <laughs> there it is
2: uh well fantastic thank you so much uh eric for for being on the on the show and uh, and obviously uh shepherding an amazing team thanks for having me uh what do people it. want to do if they want to follow you
4: Well, I'll tell you what, I actually, so I'm on Instagram, and I'm always just, you know, on there. Well, I say always. Yeah, always. I've got a problem. Uh, But also, (laughs) like, um, YouTube, I've started making, like, some really fun videos. Uh, I'd say the last two years were quite experimental. Um, But I'm making some, like, really fun stuff on YouTube. Uh, So if you're interested in, uh, you know, like, cinematic language and and my progress, because ultimately, uh, you know, I want to make movies, both in front of camera and behind, and so, if you're interested in that sort of stuff, just check me out on YouTube. That's
2: fantastic. Or just Eric Lampert on. Yeah, YouTube. just my name. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, I'm sure to do that, and uh, and do say hi to uh, Brad Pitt's garbage next time it comes and gets picked up. <laughs> I will uh, do. Now, uh, to our listeners, thank you uh, for listening today. Uh, let us know what you thought of today's teams or the results on social media. We are at Noise Next Door on the Twitters, the Instagrams, and the Facebooks. We'd love to hear from you. A huge thank you to our incredible producer, Paul, for making us sound great. Uh, he didn't actually add in those garbage trucks, they were real, but everything else it was pure Paul. Please follow Fantasy 5 on your preferred podcast provider and give us a five-star review if that's something that you would love to do.
3: We would love you to tune in next time. It's another Euro special. We have got Wales versus Sweden. We have got special guest Jenny Collier coming in. She's an actual Welsh person and she will be going up against our Swedish team. Can't wait for it. Join us then.
2: Well, time to say au revoir and it is time for us to hit Lush Hours.
0: Uh,
3: excuse me, uh, s'il vous plaît, you uh, play for the other team?
2: Yes, I am that one ice cream guy from Mamaris, 2004.
3: And uh, what is your actual name?
2: Juan Guy.
3: So, you are Juan, that one ice cream guy, guy from Mamaris, 2004?
2: Yes, words are confusing, aren't they? Oui. Oh no, you can't in here. This is the showers.